Most people, when they first start trading, have very unrealistic expectations. A lot of them have get-rich-quick mentalities, and that's partially to blame because there's a lot of snake oil out there, and you see a lot of these videos where people are, uh, you know, making a recording from their Lamborghini or they're in a swimming pool with a bunch of girls in bikinis. That is definitely not reality. There is no get rich quick when it comes to trading. You have to learn how to do it. Um, and most folks ignore the learning curve. Uh, I call it, they won't do the sit-ups. What I mean is they don't spend the time learning their trading app from their brokerage account. They don't um, get the experience that they need just sitting in the chair and watching things happen and what happens during that period of time. Experiencing a lot of different situations in trading like when news comes out or when the market is extremely volatile. They just don't get the experience. So they kind of come in with the attitude of, well, I read the manual on Sunday on how to fly the 747 and I went out on Monday and I uh, got in the plane and I took off and I flew a little bit and then I crashed and they don't understand why that happens. And it's uh, basically an experience thing. You can't learn to be any kind of professional without putting in the time to learn that particular profession, okay? So unless you go to accounting school and get your CPA, you don't know how to do accounting very well. You might know a lot about it, but you won't be a professional at it. Um, you're, you can't you know, read a medical book and then start performing surgery. So the point I'm trying to make is, is you do have to put in the time like you would with any other profession uh, in order to get good at it. And you want you help, you need to be able to um, invest that time to make things happen. So what are some of the things that people do? Well, one of the things that I see a lot is people enter with no plan. They just, uh, you know, put some money in a trading account. Um, they learn some rudimentary uh, skills in operating the trading account and the trading software. Um, and they just kind of wing it. You can't do that. You have to have a couple of things. One of the first things you're going to want to do is you're going to want to have financial goals of some sort. You have to understand what to expect to get out of your trading based on those financial goals. So if I put a thousand dollars in a trading account, um, it's not very realistic to think that I'm going to be able to make a living trading that thousand dollars. What you'll quickly do is burn through a thousand dollars and uh, have you know lost the money. So that's what I call undercapitalized. A lot of people don't understand uh, or even know how to figure out how much capital they need to trade. Uh, it's just like any other business. You know, if you expect to make a six-figure income, you probably need six figures in your trading account. I've had the opposite happen too, where people have um, a lot of money to trade and because they have no plan or goals, they quickly um, burn through that capital or burn a really big hole in that capital very, very quickly. One of the things that a lot of people do is they're what I call over leverage. They misunderstand risk management. Uh, that means basically 
every trade they're risking the entire amount that's in their trading account and you may you know hit a hot streak and that's one of the worst things that could possibly happen to you when you're trading is like your first few trades you uh, hit a couple of home runs and it provides you with a experience that works against you because eventually you're going to take a trade and you're not going to hit a home run um, and you will have made a risk uh, so big or a bet so big that it blows either a giant hole in your account or it blows up your account. Additionally, what a lot of people do is they overtrade, meaning they can't stop pushing the button. They think that because I'm taking more trades, somehow that's going to translate into making more money. It's it's sort of like pulling the arm on a slot machine and thinking you're going to win every single time you pull the arm. So they just keep pulling it over and over and over again. And even though they may have had some success when they started, um, they are not going to be able to sustain that kind of a trade and that kind of profitability. They will eventually fail. Finally, the other thing that I see people do is what I call the holy grail. And I understand this very well because I think I've discovered the holy grail at least 52 times. And that's just not the case with trading. What I mean by the holy grail is a strategy that appears to work over and over again. But what people do not realize is anybody can make money in a trend. Okay, it's kind of like the buy the dip strategy you see on TV all the time. They think because they're buying the dip or the pullback in the price and then they make some money that that's going to work all the time. Eventually, that trend ends and buying the dip simply just uh, exasperates the losses. It doesn't go up anymore. So uh, they're just buying at a high price and having to sell at a lower price. I've also seen traders that jump from strategy to strategy. They can't seem to stick with uh, a simple strategy that they found to be successful a high percentage of the time. And if you keep changing your strategies, what happens is uh, the parameters for your trades are changing every time you change the strategy. So you're just increasing the risk that you have of failure. Every time you change your strategy from one to another, you're increasing your risk. And I've seen people do this on one trade. I use this strategy to get in, but now it isn't quite making the money that I want, so I'm changing my strategy and I'm not gonna get out until it does this. And they, and they just sit on the trade. It ends up losing money for them and eventually they blow up their accounts. Another error I see people make is jumping from time frame to time frame. They say, I'm going to trade on an hourly chart and then when that trade, they get in a trade and it doesn't work out, well, you know what, then I'm gonna to go to a four hour chart or I'm gonna to go to a daily chart because I'm just gonna wait longer and wait and see until the trade comes out the way I want it to. And the last thing I see people do is they get into a trade all different times of day and night. The reason I know all these things is because I've done all these things. I've made all these mistakes. I've blown up my account a couple of different times and had to start all over from scratch. And eventually the pain becomes so enormous, you get very, very selective about what you want to do and how you want to trade. So I exclusively trade between about 7.30 in the morning till 10 a.m. in the morning. That I have found to be the sweet spot for trading. If you 
get one of my micro courses or if you uh, subscribe to the signal room or if you want to really get an immersive experience and sign up for one of the uh, mentorships I go into the fine details of why I I think that that is the most successful training uh, period of time in the day. All right, on the market commentary. We have what I'm calling a very big frog race going on, and that is the election of the, uh, I don't know if it's the president or the prime minister of France, but you have two uh, people running against each other. One is Macron, which is the incumbent leader of France, and the other one is uh, Le Pen, which is the uh, opposition. Uh, Macron, who has a horrible, horrible performance record over there, um, is uh, looks like will be reelected with 90% of the uh, votes in, whereas Le Pen is the conservative um, candidate, um, and she seems to be lagging a little bit behind Macron. So we'll see how that happens. Now, a lot of market analysts have uh, popped in and made their comments here, and uh, they are very, very worried if Le Pen actually pulls it out uh, at the last, at the 11th hour. Remember, Hillary was 85% the favorite to win over Trump. And of course, you know, everybody said the sky was going to fall if Trump got elected. So we'll see what happens. Um, the analysts are saying if uh, Le Pen gets uh, elected, the euro could weaken by 3% to 5% on the initial victory, and that the stock 600, which is kind of like their S&P 500, uh, will probably drop about 6%, uh, and the CAC 40 index, which is another index over there in France, will sink by more than that. Finally, last but not least, the free swing trade ideas. Well, we had a really rocking week this week uh, with the uh, FANG portfolio. Every single one of them was a short uh, with a total return on the portfolio of 56%. So what does that mean? If you shorted Facebook, Apple, Netflix, and Google, you would have made a 56% return on your investment in a week. Facebook dropped 12%, Apple dropped 2%, Netflix dropped 36 for their rompin' face plant of the week, and Google dropped another 6%. If you're interested in any of this stuff, please click the link in the podcast or go to the website and go to the shopping um, bookmark and just uh, go ahead and purchase and download the uh, free swing trade ideas for the week. It's absolutely free. So if you're interested in that, please check it out, and we will uh, see what happens next week. All right, that's all I have for the podcast this week. Good luck. Have fun trading.